Hi guys, welcome to Made It Happen Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Hayflin. Made It Happen Podcast is a series highlighting young female founders who took a chance and launched their own business. Through interviews with young female entrepreneurs, Made It Happen is dedicated to inspiring others through stories of those who've experienced going out on their own firsthand, discussing all the highs and the lows. It can be easy to see the glamorous side of starting your own business through the internet and social media, but what does it really take behind the scenes to launch and run your own successful business? Hear how these inspiring female founders made it happen. While we're talking about female-owned businesses, you guys have to check out Alpha Swimwear. Alpha is created by women for women and allows all body types to feel confident and empowered in their super cute, comfortable, and luxurious bikinis. Alpha isn't just another bikini brand, it was made for women like you. Self-love is their priority and all the swimwear is designed and handmade in Canada. And right now you can get 10% off your purchase using the code MADEITHAPPEN. Just visit Alphaware Boutique at A-L-F-A-W-E-A-R boutique.com and use the code MADEITHAPPEN for 10% off your purchase. So how about we start off by having you tell us a bit about yourself and what you do. Okay, so I'm Alexa Miller. I'm from a small town on the Bruce Peninsula called Wyerton, and I sell real estate. Awesome. So I guess starting off, how did you get into the real estate industry? So I, for the longest time, didn't know what I wanted to do. And I wanted, I thought I wanted to be a nurse for the longest time. And when I finally got into school to be a nurse, I kind of panicked and decided to pack up all my stuff and move to Alberta. Um, So I did that and I spent almost a year there, um, best year of my life. And then again, I just, I was stuck. I felt lost. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And I decided to move home. And when I got home, I was uh, serving at a golf course and bartending. And then a um, local realtor had put an ad out for a job as her executive assistant. And so I applied for it and I got the job. And uh, I worked for her for, I actually worked for her up until last month, right before all of this happened. And two, about two years into working for her, she sat me down and she said, I can see that you can do this and I want to help you get to where I think you should be. And I think you should get your real estate license and I think you should start selling. And so that's what I did. I got my real estate license. It took me about a year and a half. You have to take five courses and it's a lot of hard work. I was working full time for her and studying, you know, evenings and weekends. And it was really stressful, but I got there. And so I became licensed as of last June and I've been selling ever since. Wow, that's awesome. And so with the actual certification process and everything, and then um, I believe there's a final test for it. What was sort of that whole process like for you? So there's that, so there's five courses you have to take and there's actually an exam after each course. So there's five exams total. And there were a lot of times where I didn't know if I was going to make it through. Um, it's, it's a really hard work. And I was actually working in real estate. I had seen a lot of the forms. I knew how to draft an offer, but when you are learning those from those courses and taking the exams, they're really, really hard. And I failed a lot. I, I, my third course I had to take twice. Um, sorry, I took the exam twice and same with the fourth course. I had to take the exam twice. And so when I finally got through, it was, 
a breath of fresh air. I was so excited to be done. Awesome. And so I guess when you were going into it, what was it that really attracted to you about that industry? Um, when you saw that job posting, you were like, yeah, like this is something I could be interested in. What was it that attracted you to that? So I actually, for the longest time, I, like I said, I thought I wanted to be a nurse, but deep down something told me that I wanted to be in business. And I had a lot of different things that I could picture myself doing. You know, I thought about opening a spa. I thought about opening a retail, you know, clothing store or maybe a bakery of some sort. So I knew I wanted to be in business, but I really didn't know what that was. Um, so when I saw the job posting, I actually just kind of wanted to get out of serving and I really had no interest in real estate at that time other than I wanted a new job. And when I started the job, it just became a passion. Like I immediately fell in love with the business. I was able to see how it worked because I was working for a top producing realtor in our area. She's a, she's crazy. She's amazing. And I wanted to be her. And so I just, I just fell in love with real estate doing that job. And so when she sat me down and said, you know, I can picture you being me when I retire, I was like, yes, I'm going to do that. Sign me up. And then I started my courses. Great. And so talking about your courses, I guess it's, it's great that, you know, you kept pushing through no matter what, what was it that was really motivating you in that time? Cause you know, a lot of people sort of might get to that point and, you know, want to give up, but what was it that really kept you going? Just seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and thinking when you're done this, it's going to be over and then you're going to be starting your career and what you want to be doing. You had said it was just sort of the last recent month when you've really like started getting into it yourself. I got licensed back in June and I was still um, my boss's assistant. So I was actually... Be, I was her assistant and then I was also selling real estate part-time. So she would let me leave the office during the day and do what I needed to do with my clients. And then we finally hired someone else to be her assistant. And I have been training her since I think before Christmas. And then she finally went on her own as of last month. So now I'm full-time selling. But like I said, she gave me leeway. I could leave the office. So I was able to do a lot of business while still being her assistant. So it was, it was a lot. It was very stressful. Um, you know, those are two huge jobs. I felt like I was always working, um, you know, evenings, weekends, all day, every day, but it, it's worth it. And uh, so, yeah, as of last month, I'm now selling full time. Okay. And so once you started sort of out on your own, getting your own clients, what was that like when you first sort of started that? And how did you find sort of your first clients? So I actually, the second day I had my license to sell, my boss asked me if I was ready to go out and show property because she had people coming up from the city that she didn't have time to show. And so I showed them a property that night that was almost $700,000 and I ended up selling it to them. Um, so they were my very first clients. I'll never forget them. They're amazing people. And those first clients, like I said, were a lead from my mentor, which I'm very, very thankful for. Um, and then my next clients were actually family. So I'm very, very lucky. I have a very, very, very big family. Um, and we live in a small town. So a lot of my business has been from them and, and or family, or sorry, friends. Um, and just word of mouth. So like I said, I have a big family. Everybody knows everybody. And I've been lucky to, to get referrals from, from people. And um, again, my mentor sometimes gives me leads as well. So I've been really lucky. I think I've done 
since June, I think I've done maybe 20 deals, which is actually crazy for someone who's just starting out in real estate, especially not even being in it a full year yet. So I'm very lucky. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. That's, that's amazing. And I mean, talk about sort of once you got started getting right into it, that's awesome. Yeah. It's kind of a stink or swim. I mean, you learn everything in the courses, but you, you feel very lost when you go out into the field. Um, but you know, I just, you have to be confident and even if you don't know what you're talking about, you have to pretend you know what you're talking about and just ask, you know, do it and then ask questions later. And that's just how I've been doing it so far. Yeah, for sure. And so I guess with the real estate industry, are there sort of those high times and low times and sort of during those low times, what is it that you're sort of doing then? Absolutely. So because I'm commission based, I only get paid when I sell a house and when it closes. So if I sold a house tomorrow, I'm not going to actually get a paycheck until it closes. So if it doesn't close until, you know, three months later, I'm not getting paid until three months later. So I kind of have to be careful about my spending. Um, I always like to set aside at least two months of income so that if I am in a low time, um, for example, right now, then I will set aside two months of income. That way I know for sure my mortgage and my bills are going to be paid and I have, you know, food on the table. So it can be stressful. Um, like I said, I was Terry's assistant until about a month ago. So I was very lucky. I was selling real estate and making commission, but I was also getting a paycheck, which now is not the case. And um, so, like I said, I just have to be very careful and put money aside and go from there. Definitely um, some great advice there. And sort of, I guess you sort of touched on it with the current situation of COVID-19 and sort of how has that affected your business and the real estate business just in general? So it's actually been very good. Um, when this all first started to happen, I was definitely nervous because I had just gone on my own and I thought, how am I going to survive this? I'm a brand new realtor and now COVID-19 hit and there's no business. So the first couple of weeks were hard. Um, there was you know, nothing happening. I had buyers on hold. I had um, some sellers nervous about you know, letting people into their homes. And, but it's, it's gotten a lot better. Uh, I just closed a deal yesterday and I closed another one two days ago. Um, you know, people, real estate is one of those things that will never be at zero. You know, we could be in a recession, but real estate is still going to happen because people, you know, things happen in people's lives. People, unfortunately, people pass away um, and people have to sell those homes. People get divorced, people change jobs. And it just, it has to keep on going. So I'm very lucky to have clients right now that, um, that I, they've been okay with dealing with me, even though the current situation is, you know, of COVID-19. Um, I have clients moving up here for work and I, they just, they had to, they had to buy. And if no one else is going to help them, then I'm going to be there to do that. So um, I'm very lucky. It's been okay for me. And um, I don't know about everyone else, but real estate right now is still okay in our area. Um, I live close to Port Elgin in Owen Sound and there's been, I've seen stuff go into competition still. So it's been okay. I don't know. I kind of feel like it's, there's going to be a pent up demand of real estate when this is all over and we're going to go, we're going to bounce back to normal, but others think we're going to hit, we're going to get hit hard and we're going to go into a recession. Um, but you just have to think positive. You just have to go every, you know, live every day, go with every day and, um, stay above the water. So, so far so good. 
Yeah, definitely. And I guess with your business, have there been any changes that you've had to implement sort of in order to cope with the situation? Like I'm sure some of the things have changed, like open houses and um, viewings, like you had said, is there sort of different changes you've had to implement due to that? For sure. So open houses are a no a no, no right now. Um, we cannot have any open houses and I'm an agent that likes to host lots of open houses. Um, I do think they're beneficial and now I, those are on hold. I can't, I can't have them and showings there's new precautions in place. We have to be very, very careful not to touch anything. Most sellers that have to sell are allowing us in our homes in their home. Sorry. But, um, what I've been doing is I will have buyers that want to see X amount of properties and we'll go over it together, you know, on a zoom call or on a FaceTime and I'll show them the videos or the virtual tours of the homes and we'll go through them and they'll pick which ones they absolutely want to see in, in person. That way we're not going through five different homes. We're maybe only going through two. Um, so we just have to do, things a little differently. Technology has been amazing for this. Like I said, we can do Zoom calls, we can do FaceTime, um, phone calls, and we can sign on electronic signature apps, um, which is amazing. So it's just, it, we have to just shift our thinking. We have to shift what we're doing and, and just, you know, this is a new time. And I think there's going to be precautions set in place now forever because of what's happening right now. And we just have to learn and grow with it, with what's happening. Yeah, definitely. And it'll be, I think, interesting to sort of see which of those processes they're now being put in place that will maybe people find actually easier going forward, you know, like doing Zoom calls beforehand and picking out those before, like some of those might actually end up being more effective going forward. Yes, I agree. And it's, you know, sometimes you don't get to sit down with a buyer before you go and meet them. And I feel like if, if we do this from now on, you're, you're getting to meet the people before you actually meet them in person. You get to talk to them on a Zoom call and see their face and get to know them. And, you know, we deal with a lot of uh, recreational buyers up here. We're cottage country. So a lot of our buyers come from the city and we don't get to um, sit down and meet with them first. And so this is a good way to do that from here on out. Yeah, definitely. And now getting started with your own business with it, how do you go about marketing your business? I know you had said a lot of it is referrals, but is there any other sort of techniques you've been using? So um, I have a database that I actually started before I even started my real estate business. So they say you're supposed to start a database with at least 200 contacts that you know. So that's easy for me. I have a lot of friends and I have a huge, huge family. So that's, I started with that. And then I, you know, every time you go out, you try to get a new contact. So whether that's a local business owner, someone that you are, you know, seeing in the grocery store um, and just try to grow that database, you want to be in someone's mind for when they go, okay, I need to sell. Who do I know? Oh, I saw Alexa Miller the other day. She told me she sells real estate. Um, and then I have a, I'm trying to build a huge presence on social media because that's just where we are at, are at in this day and age. Um, so I have a pretty good social media following on Instagram right now. I'm trying to build my Facebook. I do a lot of marketing on there, you know, paid ads, things like that, um, because they reach a lot of people and just, you know, marketing tools that every other business owner use. So billboards, print marketing, um, things like that. But I just, I like to make it known wherever I go that I sell real estate and I just try to slip it into conversations. I don't try to be, you know, salesy and say, you know, whatever salespeople say to try to get, you know, I just try to make it calm and collected and just try to slip it in there and just 
I want everyone to know what I do. Nice. And so I guess with that, a lot of, I guess, your business itself is you are the business. So it's sort of your personal brand that is what attracts people to your business. So is there, you know, you had said you like to give off sort of the cool and like calm, I guess, (laughs) personality of your business. Is there anything else sort of you do to try and, you know, build that personal brand? Um, I like to do a lot of things that, uh, so... For example, I, like you said, it's my, it's myself. That's the brand. It's me as a person. Um, it's not a business with a business name, if you know what I mean. So, uh, I'll try to do things that like, for example, GoFundMe's. So that's a great way for me to help someone out, but it's also getting my name out there as well. So because my name is my business, I just try to get my name out, whatever it is. Um, you have to just be seen. You have to do community events. Um, so anything community-based, I try to get my name out there. So for example, me and my other coworker that I work with, we put together this amazing family fun day event. And you know that's something to do for the community. And it's a way for us to get free promotion for ourselves right and we we I like to do tons of stuff like that so anything that's happening you know Willie weekend if you're in Wyerton um, there's cottage shows that happen there's home shows that happen anything community-based that you can be a part of I like to be a part of and whether that's just going and and just making it known that you're there yeah absolutely and is there any other sort of big challenge that you've had to overcome while starting your own business? I think the biggest challenge when you start a business is shifting your mindset to the fact that you you are your own boss. So you need to make your own decisions. You need to make your own schedule. You know, it's hard to, when you're not going to an office from nine to five, Monday to Friday, you know, that's easy to do. But when you have to get up and work from your home office, like you have to motivate yourself and make sure, you know, you're setting a schedule. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess sort of what you had talked about leads into my next question anyways, is how do you manage your time while running your own business? And um, that's definitely an industry where you guessing you have to be sort of on the clock at all hours. So how do you manage that? Yeah, so I like to set a schedule for myself as if I was going to an office. So, you know, just because I work from home doesn't mean I can sleep in until 11am. I I get up at the same time every day. I do my morning routine, you know, I grab a coffee, and then I might read a book, I'll read and then I'll have breakfast and then I'll go to my home office. And first thing I do is I go through my emails. And then I look at my social media, I, I post on social media. And then I just go from there. So Um, my brokerage that I work for, they have tons of training. So I try to get on trainings every day and you also have to set boundaries with clients. So, you know, because you're self-employed, they think they can just call you at all hours. Um, I've had people call me at 11 at night. And so I I like to set boundaries with clients. You know, I am self-employed. I am available most of the time, but I do not answer my phone after you know, eight or nine o'clock, I'll answer you in the morning unless it's urgent. Um, so it's just setting those boundaries and knowing that you have to motivate yourself. There's going to be days where you don't want to get out of your pajamas, but I try to force myself to get ready because then you're more productive. Yeah. Awesome. And I guess another question is, so what's the favorite, your favorite thing about your job? 
Like my favorite thing about my business is definitely the challenge that comes with it. Real estate is very, very challenging. Every day is different. Every deal is different. Um, and that's why I love it. You know, I hate being bored. I don't like super repetitive jobs. I get bored easily, like I said. Um, and every single day is different. Every deal is different. You deal with so many different types of personalities when dealing with clients. And it's just never a dull moment. Um, you're constantly learning. You know, you could be in the business for 20 to 25 years or plus, and you still are not going to know everything. You could get a deal tomorrow that totally blows you away with what you're dealing with. Um, you run into new challenges all of the time, and it just keeps it interesting. And then when you get over those humps, those lows in your business, and you succeed, you just, it's a its a feeling that I can't even explain. And um, of course, another favorite is just helping people find their dream home. You know, I deal with a lot of really amazing people, and it just, it's a really fulfilling and rewarding job. And I could go on, but I'll stop it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great to hear. And so I guess what advice would you have for those that are wanting to go into the real estate industry? I would definitely do your research. Um, a lot of people think it's easier than it really is. I have people that always say to me, you know, maybe I should just get into real estate. It looks so easy and you make so much money. That is not the case at all. <laughs> um, you say goodbye to your weekends, you know, say, I have missed out on so many family functions, parties, you know, friend events, you miss out on everything and you have to be okay with that. And you have to accept that it's very stressful. Um, you know, every real estate deal I do, none of them go smoothly. Something always goes wrong. You're always stressed out, but like I said, it's, it's worth it, you know, cause it's a, it's people's biggest investment of their entire life. And so they're going to be stressed about it. And then they, their stress goes on to you. It's put onto you and you are, I always joke around and say, I'm more than a real estate agent. Sometimes I'm a marriage counselor. Sometimes I'm a therapist. You know, I'm a tour guide a lot of the time as well. You know, you take on all these different roles. A lot of people will lean on you and you have to be a good listener and just be able to solve all of the problems in the world because that's what that's another thing um everyone puts all their problems on you and you know there's just that's what it is so um do your research and if you're going to get into real estate work for a brokerage that's going to have your back i have a brokerage that's incredible and whenever we get into trouble um they have our back and they can help us get it get out of it so um and i also would say get a mentor um, like I said, I was an assistant for a top producing realtor in our area and she's been my mentor and I know that I'm going to be very, very successful and that's going to be thanks to her. So yeah, those are my main things. Yeah. Those are definitely great pieces of advice. What advice would you have to those who are looking to start their own business? Again, do your research. There's a lot of things that you you might not know, um, you know, whether it's cost or like just whatever it may be, um, go to school for it. If you think you want to, if you're young and you think you want to get into business, go to school for it. I was going to go to school for it. Um, and then I kind of did, you know, real estate school, but, um, and I would say whatever business you're getting into, go and learn from someone who's already in that business. And you might think, think that's kind of weird because they're kind of your competition, but it could be anybody. It could be someone in a different city. Um, but again, just learn, constantly be learning. So I guess almost wrapping up, do you have any sort of future plans for your business that you'd like to share? Yeah. So I would love to have my own real estate team. 
I would love to have people not under me, but, but work with me that I can help and mentor myself and um, get them to where I hope to be one day. And I hope to um, grow my business in the sense that I want to, you know, I'm, I want to start flipping houses. I want to maybe own a and b one day. Um, so there's other things real estate related other than just selling that I would love to do one day. So, yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. And so I guess just to wrap up, we're just going to do sort of 30 second quick question round. Um, so just sort of say the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> um, one word to describe your business. Rewarding. Your go-to isolation activity. Oh God. It has to be Netflix. <laughs> um, Actually, it probably is cleaning because I clean a lot. Uh, someone you admire? My mentor, Tara Hastings. Uh, a female-owned business? A female? I know so many. Um, I'm going to say Krista Wismer. She owns Creative by Krista Wismer. She's a design girl and she's amazing. Awesome. Uh, a book you'd recommend? Shift by Gary Keller. The first place you're going after isolation? probably my my grandparents house and owning your own business means personal growth awesome so that's all those questions for you um do you have sort of any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to sort of say to the listeners before before finishing off if you're wondering if you should get in business you should that's awesome. it <laughs> Great advice. And how about you just let them know sort of where they can find you or your business online? Yeah, so you can find me on any social media platform, Facebook, Alexa Miller Realtor, or Instagram, Alexa Miller Real Estate. You can reach me at alexa at terryhastings.ca by email as well. Perfect. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. I know I definitely learned a lot about the industry and about your business. Um, and it sounds like you're definitely thriving in it. And um, definitely good luck with all those future plans. It sounds like it's going to be interesting. And I'm super excited to sort of see what you do with it. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is amazing. And yeah, thanks for listening to Made It Happen Podcast, the podcast highlighting female entrepreneurs. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, leave a review, and I'll see you next week.